This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlson. And we are back for another edition of the, not primetime podcast, not the I'm no. thinking, I almost said primetime podcast, that's tomorrow. We're here for another edition of the Rick and Johnny podcast, where we talk about everything under the two nerdy suns. And we are here today, kind of almost a full Marvel podcast. We had a ton of stuff from New York Comic Con, we had new Hellboy. We're going to talk about that. We had Aquaman come out. I mean, last week it was the, or earlier this week, we had DC announce a trailer for the Harley Quinn series, the Netflix series about Sabrina, the teenage witch. It's, I think the chilling adventures of Sabrina came out with another trailer. Aquaman trailer. If I did not mention that one already, a ton of stuff from New York comic con, but today we're looking at Something from last week in the X-Men, Dark Phoenix. We're going to kind of take a look at that first trailer we get for that. Then we're going to look at Avengers 4 yet again. We might know what the plot and the title for the movie is. And then last but not least, New York Comic Con, we did get a first look at least at Hellboy. And people there got a trailer and we've kind of got a description of it. So we're going to give our thoughts and reactions for that. Hopefully we get to see that trailer sooner rather than later. But before we jump into everything, got to give you guys a little bit of housekeeping. First off, make sure to help support the channel at patreon.com backslash podcast. $10 can get you on a podcast with Johnny and I or any podcast on MVP. Also, you can support the channel by getting yourself an MVP t-shirt. That link is down below in the description or at mostvaluablepodcasts.com where you can catch MVP each and every day. And then last but not least, if you have Apple Podcasts, you have iTunes, you're listening to us on either one of those, please go ahead, give us a five-star rating. Make sure to let us know why you like listening to the podcast each and every week. But Johnny, let's start off with the X-Men. And this was something we didn't do a podcast last week. I wanted this to be on the podcast last week. I actually shelved this, and I was like, we've got to do it for this week, because last week we had X-Men Dark Phoenix had its first trailer come out. And the first question I want to ask you, both you and I have seen it. If you have not, I'm going to put that link down below in the description. I want to ask you this question, and there's a reason why I'm asking you it, but I'm just going to ask you it right away. Should we be excited for X-Men Dark Phoenix? I kind of am. Looks good so but far. But should we First, and why? Should we, oh, should we and yeah. why? Should we be excited for this movie and why or why not? Because it's almost over. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you you say that as a joke. Some people like, will take that seriously. But if you listen to the music, they're playing a song that literally says, this is the end. So it's like, it's got a very well, it is the end, they all, finite. They kind of do trilogies. Well, and not just that. It's... What? People are saying like, "Oh, this is the end. Like, this is the My this is going to be Fox's song. Or this is going to be Fox's swan song when it comes to the X Men before they give it over officially, give it over to Marvel and Disney." Um. Well, I'll have to say I don't know. It's it's perspective on why, mm-hmm. who, who's excited about it and why. Um, you can take it as oh, this is the final one, but it's it, you can take that either way too. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm excited because it does look good. We get to finally see a what it looks like a better Phoenix saga than the original one so far. The one that we saw with as like, of now, X2 like two and the last stand. Yeah, I mean to be fair, mm-hmm. it's tr- it's previews, it's trailer. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not we didn't go see the movie and yeah, yeah, it's better. No, it's we're seeing it, but right now it looks better mm-hmm. from what we saw from the other. So I have hopes for it, even though this is mock the foxes, foxes, um, final, like one of their one of their mm-hmm. final movies. Well, because I mean, for me, I am, I hate to do this, but I am on the negative side when it comes to this. Like I saw this trailer, and I wanted to be hyped for it. I wanted to get my hype levels up because it does. Lo- it looks like it's gonna be or I hope it's going to be a good movie. However, I am sitting here jaded. My mind cannot get the fact off of 
the Disney Fox deal is done. We just got to do all the legal stuff Mm -hmm. before the X-Men will officially be over in the rightful hands that it belongs to (laughs) in Marvel and Disney to where I'm so jaded with this that I look at this and go, why? What's the point? I get the point is that it's Fox's studio and they kind of want to see this thing all the way through and also it costs money to make a movie and you got to want to release it so that you make your money back for paying for all this before the Fox deal went through with Disney. But like the comic book fan in me, just like maybe it's because I know what Marvel gives me. And I know the debate that I had it with one of my buddies, uh, Pete, the other day, he said that like, he's a DC guy and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, with Marvel, can you really say they're all great? Because it's just one formula that Marvel does, and it's a good movie. And I mean, yeah, do they follow a similar formula? Yes, but it ends up working to where in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I have confidence that Marvel and Disney are going to do a better job with X-Men than what I'm going to get in this movie or what I have already seen in First Class, Days of Future Past, and Apocalypse. And it just makes me ask the question of, Like, basically, all this rambling is coming down to why, of course, I'm going to go see it, but why should I be excited for this when sooner rather than later, it's going to be done by people who will do it a million times better? Well, I mean, this gives a perspective on where they were going, at least. I'm not saying, saying, Mm -hmm. hey, don't like, how do I put this? Um Yes, Marvel's probably going to do it better, Mm -hmm. but this is like, who knows when the next time we're going to get a Phoenix Mm -hmm. saga. So I'm going to take what I can get and see what Fox has to offer for their their final few movies. How are they going to, like, do you think this will be a finite thing, like the end of this movie? Like, they might have had another one planned after this, maybe like, ooh, the X-Men go into the 2000s. Do you think this is going to be one where it's like, hey, you know what, we're giving it off to Disney we're finishing they might, this right here. They might do either. Just, I don't know if they're going to cut it off just because it's kind of hard. It's almost hard to do that. Mm-hmm. 100%. What they might do is like cap it to the point of, you know what? There's not enough loose questions like, well, what the fuck is going to happen next? Like, here are the X-Men. Hey, here are the X-Men. Just they probably hand it off to at the point, like cap it off at like, hey, there's not enough questions to really like. Warrant another movie, but hey, it's open because hey, D- Disney Marvel. If you like this one enough, mm-hmm. you have a cast that's already ready to go. You can just use them. And Disney fo- Disney has decided, hey, we're not gonna we're gonna, yeah. not gonna use them. But like they're leaving it off the mm-hmm. store, like the story off of, hey, you can still use this. Mm-hmm. So that's all completely up to Disney after that point. I so, just like, with me, and I don't mean to cut you off. I just feel like the like I watch when I watch the trailer. I hear the music. It's got a very, like, the theme of how they cut up the trailer, the track that they used where in the song it says, this is the end. I get that feeling to where it's like, okay, this is the final movie. Like you mentioned, trilogy. Although this isn't a true trilogy because this is the fourth movie. Is it? We, We had First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse and now Dark Phoenix. I don't like. I almost now don't consider day, um, not Days of Future Past, but almost, first class. First class is part of that. It's still the be. It's the beginning. I of almost it. feel like that's like a standalone now at this point because it's, like it's the it beginning. Of you it. added like the kids in at that point. I I, I counted so. in there because it is Fastbender and McAvoy, McAvoy's. It is their Charles and Magneto. True. So I mean, and Jennifer Lawrence. This is, is still probably in it. supposed to be like the second mm-hmm. set to the trilogy. The next three. Yeah. The, this is probably supposed to first be the first one mm-hmm. for it. And it's like, well, we already sold it, so we met. And didn't, Fox has got to get their money out. And let's just take mm-hmm. it this way: take it as it's possibly a good movie coming out. If yeah. nothing else, you're you're talking about like, well, mm-hmm. why should I be excited? It's like. Be excited at least that there may be it may be a good movie because it mm-hmm. looks like it's going to be good. And like I and, said, this is from the first trailer. And I'm hoping but, it is. I'm yeah. hoping it is a good movie because like I'm not one of those people that is bound to one studio to where it's like, oh, F Fox. I don't want them to have it good because Marvel's going to do it better. I just like my like I said, my jaded mind mm-hmm. just thinks to like 
I want the good thing now, and I know I'm going to get that good thing, so why like, am I going to watch this movie and just sit there and go, yeah, this is a good movie, but I can't wait until it's done a million times better. Like That is what I think of when it comes to like the Fox Marvel See, thing. Go ahead. I try and take that off the table when it comes mm-hmm. in my mind because like, I don't know when I'm getting it. Yeah. I don't know if Fox even like, or not Fox, I don't know if Marvel even has plans yet for Dark Phoenix. They mm-hmm. may not want to do that storyline for a while, especially since, mm-hmm. well, thanks Fox, but you just did it now, so we have to wait like six years before mm-hmm. we can do it again. However, the one thing, and I'm going to throw this in here, yeah, um, because it's I find this very, very interesting, is although it's not, it's not something that they're fast tracking. Yeah, there is. I think it was Kevin Feige said that they're in talks to write a script for the Dark Avengers. Huh. And guess who's a part of the Dark Avengers? Wolverine. Yeah, I was so say. that means to me. That means we're we'd get a Wolverine kind of character because the um the whole thing with that is people are like with oh Dark Avengers that means they're gonna do the Thunderbolts and have that whole thing too but like with Dark Avengers we can get guys like Sentry Ares we can get Captain Marvel Miss Marvel is in it Hawkeye you can get Wolverine is in it so I mean. There's some things, and Iron Patriot, I believe, is uh, the leader of I'm it done. or in that. Um, <laughs> I'm but out. A comic book Iron Patriot. Not I'm joking. Not the Iron well, Patriot. Well, this is that I- we all MCU, know buddy. Love. And if you bring up the Iron Patriot, mm-hmm. and I, I'm looking here on the Wikipedia page, and it says Venom. Um, so I mean, maybe Sony, let, like, hey, after Venom and everything, after it's established, maybe Marvel can use. Venom from Sony. I feel like Sony wouldn't mind them, but so far, it's what I've read is that Marvel doesn't want to use Venom. No, they don't. So it's they more no so on right more so on Sony side. Of like, mm-hmm. go ahead, we set them up for you. Go ahead and use. But them. We, we don't, don't want know, them right now. We don't know by the time we get to Dark Avengers. Oh no, though, I agree. I agree with that. What's going to be the plan? Exactly. But um, I'm th- I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. he's going. No, 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 we, we, we don't, we don't want it. Cause that, this is, nah, this, this is the attitude right okay. now. It's, it, this is the attitude right mm-hmm. now. Uh, hey, we, we set up Venom for you guys. Mm-hmm. Do you want, do you want Venom? I'm, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Thanks. It's like when a kid hands you like the sucker they were just eating. It's like, yeah, it's I'm like, not, no, I'm, I'm not, good. I, oh, I don't no, want that's, it. That's, oh, that's a, that looks like a real tasty lollipop, but I don't want it. Thank you. I'm thank not even you. related to you. Oh man, I'm not hungry. <laughs> oh, I just ate a big dinner. Um, <laughs> One of those. Yeah, exactly. Here's a random question I got for you before I get back to my X-Men thought. Yeah. Um, Cause you brought up, we brought up Venom and then you brought up Spider-Man. The, the guy who plays Kingpin yes. in the Daredevil TV show on Netflix mm-hmm. said that he he personally will not rule out Kingpin in a Spider-Man movie. Do you think we'll ever get his Kingpin in a Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland? I would really hope they would do that as opposed to... Because as of now... and Opposed to recasting a Kingpin for the MCU. Well, not to mention that. And that like they're technically supposed to be connected. I know the Marvel... Movies connected. Well, the quotes. movies don't really reference them, mm-hmm. but the mo- the shows reference the movies mm-hmm. for one. Two, I believe it's f- someone's brother connected with it. I don't think it's Feige's. Does Feige have a brother? I don't know. No, no. I don't know the behind the scenes. Well, for someone, the Marvel, someone connected to someone in the MCU mm-hmm. actually produces those. Okay, or directs those. One of those two. Mm-hmm. And I I forget which one specifically. Someone connected. Con- uh, does those i don't see why like they would screw them over and go no let's get our own just i mean that'd be cool to actually cross that finally Mm -hmm. and make it like hey yeah this is because he also does a really good job as kingpin in my opinion yeah no i i like those series i like what he is which i do need to get caught up with his but like it, it just was something that i saw an article for and i was like huh i wonder if they'll ever give us a kingpin with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. It just made me go, huh, kind of a what-if kind of a thing. Mm-hmm, but Very true. Getting back to the X-Men thing for a second. Yes. The thing that I, watching this trailer, after I get past the whole Marvel Fox debacle yes. in my head, I just, this trailer gives off a vibe of, like, when you know for a fact, when, like, a studio comes out and says, we're doing three Batman movies, 
And by that third one, like that trailer is like this is the this is the last one of like it's got that this vibe. story. This one seems like this is we have told the story with these guys, and this is the end. This is going to be the final a, one in the coffin. A very Logan vibe, very much so. Like I mean, maybe not like. Do you think any of them? Do you think any of the X Men die in this one? Um, Does Gene kill any of them? I think someone dies because I mean, there's that funeral scene, mm-hmm. and I think well, it, that funeral scene could be anybody. It could I'm be talking anyone. about like right. an X Men. I think someone does, and mm-hmm. if anything, maybe it's even Gene, because isn't that sort of what happens for a at least a mm-hmm. time period? Yeah, where so, she blows yeah, up to a degree. Yeah, Gene Scott, Gene Scott, and then Logan's there, but Logan won't be in this one. No, um, he will not. I was also the one I was thinking is. Does Professor X, will he be the one that dies? Because in the whole trailer... I believe he was at that funeral, so... No, 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 but I'm not... Like, take the I know. funeral okay. out of it. That could be disconnected. Just because there's one funeral doesn't mean no. more than one piece is connected. Died. No, okay. Um, could he be someone that... Because through the whole trailer, people are blaming him yeah. for what Gene is right now, although he was just trying to protect her. But then also... Magneto gives that speech of like where he says to um he says to Charles basically the there's always a speech and nobody cares. Like and part of it is like like when I heard him say that, I'm like, is he one of us? Like is he a fan watching it? Because every single X-Men movie since first class has had a Charles speech where it's like he's got a speech and this and that, and it's like after a while it's like they just don't hit the same way that they used to. And I feel like that's a little bit of fourth wallish stuff from Magneto, it felt like, where it's like, hey, there's always a speech. And to be honest, after four movies, it's kind of old, Charles. I don't even know if it's that, them playing at that, but mm-hmm. you can take it that way in a sense. But I think it's more of like, yeah, there's been a speech from him towards Magneto mm-hmm. or towards Mystique, Raven, Mystique Raven, mm-hmm. about doing the right thing. Yeah. And it's almost like he's in this movie and him himself, they're calling him a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you know what? No one forgives you for this one. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone slips up a little bit, but you kind of screwed the pooch on mm-hmm. this. Like, you really went too, like, you went too far with your powers, Charles. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, not that ripping the earth wasn't too far, <laughs> ripping the earth apart. That's not too far, but hey, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that I think it was more of a. He's always talking about this moral compass thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they all find out. What did you like? Because I think it's Raven that goes. What did you do? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was trying to protect her, and she goes, Well, you can. There's another word for it too. Mm-hmm. Some I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you. So I think it's sort of a, Charles, no one cares about your speech this time. No one is going to listen to you anymore mm-hmm. because you really screwed the pooch on it. You did something. You've just, you're a hypocrite. He's basically almost saying you're a hypocrite. No one's going to listen to you because mm-hmm. no one's going to forgive you for this. And one of the things I want to pull up, this is from New York Comic Con. I want to see if there's anything in this article um, before I ask you the last thing I was going to ask you is... So there's an article here I'm looking at, Dark Phoenix, New York Comic Con footage, um, description, how Jean Grey becomes the Phoenix. So it looks like it looks like at New York Comic Con, they kind of revealed, and I'll kind of read here from the article a little bit. Um, so it says, in the Dark Phoenix footage, the X-Men are an established team at this point, yada yada, while... Okay, while Hank McCoy is doubtful the X-Jet will be able to get into space, the voices these concerns to Professor X, the team ultimately goes on the rescue mission, as led by Raven. Once in outer space, Raven directs the other members of the team on how to use their powers to save the NASA, NASA shuttle crew from where their ship is trapped, spinning nearby a red or an orange energy mass. Cyclops uses a weapon specific or specially fitted on the X-Jet for his powers to blast the shuttle and make it stop spinning. Then Nightcrawler transports Quicksilver inside the shuttle to rescue the crew. 
um, all while Storm plugs holes in the shuttle's hull with ice. Although the X-Men are able to save the shuttle team, their captain gets left behind. Raven wants to cut their losses since the energy mass is about to emit deadly solar flares, but Professor X demands the team leave no one behind. So Nightcrawler teleports Jean to the ship where she holds it together while he retrieves the human captain. Um, And then it goes on from there. So it looks like she's going to get her powers while, hey, there's a NASA ship up here. Mm -hmm. The X-Men have to go save them. And this weird red orange mass is kind of what they're what I'm assuming they're saying, hey, this is how she gets her power. As soon as she or hits. this is how she gets infused with the Dark Phoenix. Even though doesn't that I'm gonna ask you, doesn't that kind of go against what we saw in before? Days of future no in uh in Apocalypse. In Apocalypse, yeah. I would think if anything, maybe that unlocks it. Maybe. Because it's like, like dormant inside her. Yeah, maybe the radiation blast True. unlocks it. Because yeah, because as they, they stuff mm-hmm. they're kind of describing in the trailer. Because that also happens in the animated series. Where yes, it's, exactly. Oh, it's always been in you, but this unlocked that or tapped into that potential. Yeah, within well, I think you. in the animated series, it actually was something separate. At, mm-hmm. In in the end, like, that's char- my favorite dark fiend. Like the way they told that over like the how many episodes it was. Mm-hmm. That's always been my favorite dark phoenix. Yeah, story. no, so far. I mean, I mean, we only have one mm-hmm. other one to compare it to, and that one's not great. Yeah, which the director has uh, apologized for oh, already. He did that at uh, New York Comic Con. But was there anything else you were saying with it before I um, interrupted you? So, yeah, what I was saying is it's probably dormant inside her, and more mm-hmm. so this unlocks it. Mm-hmm. Because she has, or maybe it is the the Dark Phoenix thing, and she, like, this come comes into her mm-hmm. no because that would still conflict with it so my guess is it's it's on un- she it's unlocked it emits these flares yeah and it unlocks inside her because she mm-hmm. makes the phoenix yeah and the in apocalypse at the very end when she basically decimates him mm-hmm. so i would say that it just unlocks it this mm-hmm. um radiation that it's supposed to give off Last thing I want to ask you before we wrap this up is because it pertains to the X-Men. Mm-hmm. When the X-Men go over to the MCU, um, when they're officially Disney and Marvel's baby, there's an article here that I'm looking at that says the MCU X-Men may be better starting off on TV. Do you agree with that statement or disagree? Are we going to do – do you believe, hey, X-Men, just put them in films right away or, hey – Let's start them off for Marvel TV and then gradually get them into the MCU films. I'll throw you one back at you. Mm-hmm. How often do we see the TV one? The TV ones go out back into movies. It, you got to pick one or the other, basically. Exactly. I think you should stick with movies because I was seeing an article that ties in like, oh, it wasn't like we want to or I think someone mm-hmm. I don't remember what what brought it up exactly, but it's like, hey, is there a possibility of slipping an X-Men into Avengers 4? Mm-hmm. And one person started talking about how, like sort of um, or it just into the how to slip them into the MCU. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you can do it like banners um, has to go do something and mm-hmm. confronts Wolverine. And my thought was, well, instead of do making that that exactly, why don't you? Either say, hey, if you want to slip them into Avengers 4, which I doubt they're going to do because they're probably going to wrap up soon. They're probably mm-hmm. in po- post-production. Yeah. Um, it would more so be have it like a flashback for Banner and like the then do the Wolverine versus Banner um, mm-hmm. storyline. That's what I was looking for. But then it's like, well, since we don't – since that, I thought after the, I saw the article, which was like a week ago, hey, that's in post-production. Why don't they just – if they want to do another movie, hey, we can't do a solo Hulk film, but guess what? Solo uh, Wolverine and Hulk film mm-hmm. and do a Wolverine versus Hulk. Hey, man. We had Thor be... Ragnarok. Would they? That's our way around that. Would we ever get another Hulk movie? Where It may not be Hulk alone, but it's not. Because every time we've seen Hulk, mm-hmm. it's been. I mean, basically the question I'm asking After... you is, will we get another Thor Ragnarok type movie with the Hulk. It would be cool to do that because, like I said, we don't have the rights to do. And if they mm-hmm. want to work more with Hulk, which I'm – I haven't heard anything about Ruffalo leaving mm-hmm. necessarily. So which means he might be on board for doing more. Mm-hmm. And then one way I could see them slipping it into the universe is they could do it 
post Avengers mm-hmm. for, or they could do a flashback type movie and tie them into like make it sort of tied into the universe earlier, yeah, if they wanted, and do it his time when remember in the uh, pre Ruffalo one where it was Ed mm-hmm. Norton and he uh, ended up in the cabin at the very end, yes, and that end scene where he's like that mm-hmm. zero, it's like. 300 and something days without like the little time clock in the bottom saying mm-hmm. 300 something days without becoming the Hulk. Yeah. Then it goes to zero and he hulks out on purpose. Mm-hmm. What if it's that? What if it's like, and then that it lead- starts off right there. Yeah. Because you know, they're in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. They don't, we, we never find out where that cabin is. I don't even think we find out in agents of shield because they use that cabin once in there too. Isn't that the same cabin that black widow goes to, Find him in an Avengers? No, he was in India. Okay, in in a uh, living in a built house in India. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might because that at that point he's like I think he's talked about traveling the world trying to do good. Mm-hmm. So he's being he's play, um not playing doctor necessarily but being a doctor. Yeah. Any final thoughts you've got on Dark Phoenix before we move on into Avengers stuff? That's all I got. Well, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. I know you guys will. Are you excited? Are you guys excited for Dark Phoenix? Which side of the fence do you sit on? Are you, I'm going to say, are you the Johnny side where it's like, you know what? I don't care what's going on with the Fox Disney deal. This is a movie coming out. I'm excited for it. Are you, or are you kind of on my side where I don't want to say where I'm completely like, no, this is going to be a bad movie, but there's that part of my head that's just like, I know what I'm going to get with the MCU, mm-hmm. and I'm expecting it to already be better, so why give me an inferior product? That's kind of where my mind is at. Let us know what you guys think. What are you guys thinking in that comment section? But, Johnny, let's move on. We're going from X-Men into some Marvel news, and there's actually, news. there's actually some rumors going around. We've talked about this before. Um, with the Avengers 4 title and what it could be. The Russo brothers have kind of nailed some things down. It's not going to be Legacy. It's not going to be Endgame. It's not going to be, oh, there was some other one, um, like Sanity or Sanctuary or something. But the title that is the rumor that it might be is people are saying it might be Avengers Annihilation might be what we are getting at. And Mark Ruffalo was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon to where they did a whole bit where he's like, oh, everyone already knows it. And then he said the title. I'm assuming he said the actual title. Yeah. Because they put a black bar over his mouth. Like, if he didn't say the actual title, why would they put the black bar there? Yeah, exactly. Um, So that's a question of did he say the actual thing? And then they basically did the, I think it's like a NDF form, basically a non-disclosure, yeah, non-disclosure, an NDA form. After I said it, I got the acronym Non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. An NDA where basically, hey, we're going to say the name, by law, sign this, you cannot repeat this to anybody. Mm -hmm. This can't get out. Um, Did they do that? Or... I was thinking at first, oh, he just said something like potato salad and they just blacked out his mouth because Could be. I would assume that. And then they did, oh, could you tell us about the scene? And like he's describing a scene with like bleeps all over, but they didn't put a black bar over his mouth. So I'm like, did he really say the title? And many people are thinking Annihilation, which is a run in the uh, Marvel comics where it's like with Thanos and this other, like the Skrull and Kree are in it in some way. And it's hmm. basically not Thanos against the Avengers. It's Thanos versus this other alien race. And the Avengers kind of have to team up with Thanos to stop them and save the Earth. So the question I want to ask before I get into plot and everything, what do you think? Do you think any of the rumors hold true? What would you think if it was Avengers Annihilation? I almost... What, which show was this on? Jimmy Fallon? This was, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. It could very much just have been a joke at that point. It then. could have been. Because I mean, the I black know bar Jimmy, yeah, yeah, I know with Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon is like... Because they, they probably like know that, like, no. No mm. one's getting to know the name yet. Not until they're ready to. So this could be... 
them just a lot like doing a joke on him saying describing a scene which very much could have been him describing the scene because mm-hmm. I mean what I who knows what that what the scene was I didn't watch that uh, particular episode of Jimmy Fallon mm-hmm. um, but I mean yeah even if he did say well I would find it hard for them to say for him to say the name because then there's like a whole audience of people that knows it too mm-hmm. so. Either they had a like you said sign a non disclosure agreement, yeah, or what you at least brought up. They either had to sign the non disclosure agreement saying mm-hmm. if you post this anywhere, oh, we're gonna sue you. Yeah, and I mean another reason why people are thinking annihilation is remember when that picture came out by the Russo brothers where it was one of them sitting in a chair and people like drew out, oh look at all this, it spells Endgame, so it's probably Endgame. Now people are thinking, oh, well, there's two ladders there, and it's AA, so Avengers Annihilation, that's got to be the name. Like, why would they post this if that ain't it? The closest thing the Russo, the Russos themselves had said that the closest anyone has gotten with is with the guess Avengers Forever. So that's what we are going with. Avengers Forever is the closest... closest. That we have got. But the thing I want to ask you, and hmm. this is kind of where I want to stem off from Avengers Annihilation, because, like I said, in the Annihilation storyline, it's not the Avengers versus Thanos. It's another alien race comes in, and the Avengers and kind of Thanos have to team up together. There is now, it's been said, I believe, from the Russos. That this next Avengers movie is not a straight continuation from the last Avengers. So it's not like, well, Thanos did this. The Avengers now have to fight Thanos. That they said this will be a brand new, like, not a brand new story. Of course, you got to deal with stuff from the Snapshot. But it's going to be kind of a brand new story to where they might introduce a villain that maybe the Avengers have to team up with a Thanos, where, hey, Thanos kind of believes, hey, maybe I was wrong. Maybe maybe that's how they uh, get some help from Thanos, of like, hey, how can we get our uh, hands on that time stone? Um, And we can maybe go back in time and fix some of this. Someone who wants revenge on Thanos for Mm -hmm. what they just did, or what he just did. Maybe, or it's just... I'm trying to think of what what alien race it would be, but something outside. Because I know in the Annihilation storyline, like Galactus the, is in it, but Galactus won't be in this. The obviously. Sovereign could it be? Ooh, the Sovereign. We haven't heard from them in a while. We haven't heard from them in a while. They're also to be Don't fair. Don't get me started on will we see Adam Warlock in this movie? Because we won't. Oh, I'm not bringing that <laughs> up. But my thought was like the Sovereign, like the three, the three main, mm-hmm. like the three main races we know are the Sovereign, the Kree, the Skrull. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's other ones. I mean, there's the Chitari, but they work for Thanos. Mm-hmm. There's, um, I mean, so I mean, there's so many plants that he's visited that uh, would want revenge on him too. But the other one we know is the Sovereign, and the one piece, the one things I put together are if it were that storyline is their race relies on because they do selective breeding mm-hmm. like no they don't like breed they breed everyone in pods for a particular job mm-hmm. so you take like half of that away yeah you're gonna just upset the balance mm-hmm. and sort of um the I saw this little meme about it of killing off half the population and someone said well mm-hmm. if you kill off half of bees. That would eventually kill off the earth and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, it's same scenario there. You killed off half the population. You like you killed off half of a reliance of what certain they, certain things they do. So they're going to they may go after. I mean, if they can figure out how to function shortly mm-hmm. after that enough to go after for revenge, that's what they're going to do. So, I mean, that could be them even if it's, mm-hmm. if we're talking about what aliens are going to come after them or what aliens have to fight. And the thing I wanted to kind of look at is so Annihilation has it's one of those where it's kind of like Civil War mm-hmm. in the comics where it's a it's a 48 page one shot issue um, Annihilation prologue. Oh. No, so it's got Annihilation Prologue, 
which is one. It's got a mini series. It's got silver. So it's got Thanos' story. You have Drax the Destroyer, Earthfall, Annihilation Prologue, then a Annihilation Nova. So here's the Nova Core, and what they're we're not going to get the Nova Core because mm. uh, Thanos kind of went and killed them. Um, no, he didn't snap. I know. He punched them through oblivion. Yeah, I know. Um, I've thought about that as I was they snapping. They are now dust. Like, wait, this is the wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, Silver Surfer, Super Scrawl, Ronin, and then Annihilation, um, which the big thing is, let me see here. Silver. I'm trying to think. Um, Thanos had allied himself with Annihilus out of curiosity when he learns Annihilus's plan is to extinguish all life in the universe, Thanos plans to betray him by releasing Galactus. Just before he can do so, Drax appears and kills him. Drax and Moon Dragon then release the Silver Surfer, who in turn releases Galactus. At the same time, Ronin and a small band of allies um, arrive on the homeworld of ruling Kree House Fiero. Ronin learns that House Fiero had allied themselves with Ravenous and um, Annihilus. Ronin kills the members of Fiero and is called by the populace to be the new emperor. So, I mean, this whole story is like, you've got Annihilus where, hey, I want to destroy the Earth, and Thanos is kind of like, whoa, bro, like, I like this whole uh, balancing things out, making everything all equal and stuff, but uh, we don't need to kill everybody. Now, I don't want to kill everybody. I just want to take away half of everybody. Mm -hmm. What if it's something like that? Could be. I don't know. I don't think that the MCU would introduce a brand new new baddie, like as big as Thanos, but like... It'd be interesting for them to introduce Annihilus mm -hmm. and Galactus. So Galactus is off the table for me because the Fox deal. Yeah, exactly. That's not over yet. This is in post production. Exactly. But like, I don't even know. Is would Annihilus even be potentially? They he is a Avengers villain. I Mm. think. I'm trying to think. Like, would. Would they introduce? I wouldn't think so. I would think this would be like mm-hmm. sort of a continuation mm-hmm. for like to fix the snapture, but like like you said, they said it's not like a straight up. We have to fix this. Yeah, it's not like a straight up like all right, we're going after Thanos kind of a thing. Where I'm kind of thinking in my head, I don't think they do this, but I think it'd be interesting. If there was some way where the Avengers and Thanos actually had to team up to fix it. Yeah, that would be interesting. I'm not sure. Basically, Thanos would have to where it would be like, well, lose everything or team up with you guys to erase what I did. I guess I like being alive, so I'm going to team up with you guys. Yeah. Kind of a thing where I just I don't know, like. Because then you throw in Captain Marvel into everything, and she's supposed to be the linchpin to make us, or make the Avengers stronger than Thanos. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So, I mean, who knows? Maybe there's something in Captain Marvel, which introduces something with the the Scree-Skrull War. The Scree-Skrull War. The Screes and the Skrulls. Um, No, the Screes and the Krulls. The the Scree... And the scrolls, the scree, and, and the crawls, Ricky. So basically, <laughs> what if there's something within that war that obviously doesn't get settled in Captain Marvel, and it kind of bleeds into Avengers Four? Maybe that's what they do. With that, honestly, instead of introducing Annihilus, maybe um, one of those races it could be too. That mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the, I think it's one of those three races if they're gonna introduce that type of that storyline to mm-hmm. it like someone's just like hey um i mean who knows there could be one of the two races that goes hey this is our chance yeah hey half of everybody is gone there's why no one not? to stop us exactly why not the avengers have been decimated almost to yeah. where they are kind of the back backs to the against o- the ropes well that and they're back to their original set mm-hmm. from uh when they could barely take on the, like, just take on the Chitari. And barely 
overcome. Like, I mean, yeah, they, they've all become stronger in their own they sense. Need, they needed Iron Man to basically PTSD himself. Yeah. In order to defeat the Shatari. I mean, to be fair, everyone's gotten stronger in their mm-hmm. own sense. Um, Especially like the nanotechnology for nanotech Iron Man. Iron Man. We have King Thor with mm-hmm. the Stormbreaker now. Cap has learned a lot more. It seems like fighting styles. We, Bucky's gone. Never mind. I was about to say Bucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, most of them have strengthened up. The only one that has an issue right now, and we'll find out how that's resolved, is uh, Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Possibly gonna. We have uh, p- p- not potential, but possible. Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. which We've talked about smart, that before. yeah, we have, which means smart Hulk. So that could mm-hmm. be the next power up for that one. So it's not like the, it's not like they are not stronger mm-hmm. than they were back then, but it's like kind of pushing them back to where they were when they fought Thanos's Chitauri army. Here's a question I've got for you, and everyone's been looking into um, things that Chris Evans has said, mm-hmm. basically. The gist of it that is that Avengers 4 will be his last Avengers movie. Two-part question. Number okay. one, do they kill off Cap? Number two, let's say they don't and it still is his last kind of Avengers movie. Do they... God, we've answered this question a million times now. Do they give the mantle to either Falcon or Bucky? Kind of a two-part A B question. Well, then, since this is supposed to be um, Robert Downey Jr.'s last one as mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's not like he's come out and said it any time recently that I know of. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, um, but it, I would say Tony dies, Cap walks away, Mantle is taken up by one of the other two. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still gonna stick with that. I think I've said that before, but that's what I'm gonna stick with. And it would be cool to like make it if they're gonna. If they're going to potentially push towards the new Avengers lineup that's going on, mm-hmm. possibly, um, then maybe they'll have uh, Falcon take up the mantle as Cap. Mm-hmm. Or have one of the two, have Bucky do it for a little while and pass it on to Falcon, or a Falcon do it for an, a, like a movie, mm-hmm. and then say, yeah, you need to take this. So and have Bucky be the new Captain America. The article I'm looking at yeah. is this one from Screen Rant says that um, the headline of it is Chris Evans announced Avengers Four was his final film in 2014, um, where they said March of this year he said the quote of "You want to get off the train before they push you off." That's what he told um, journalists. He also said playing this role over the last eight years has been an honor. To everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, in the audience, thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful. Um, He said that as he finished reshoots for his Avengers 4. Um, The thing that people are looking at, though, this may be a sad day for Marvel lovers, but it's worth looking back and realizing what we've known it was coming. In fact, Evans first announced his departure as far back as 2014 in an interview with BuzzFeed. On the set of Avengers Age of Ultron, he revealed that this time with the Avengers would finish with Avengers 4. Evans confirmed to the site that at the time, he only had three more films left on his contract. Captain America Civil War, Infinity War, and Avengers 4. And the quote they have, so halfway through... I mean, I'm going to miss these, miss these when they're done. I really will. This has been a lot of fun, and they're only getting more fun, especially because there's a trust in Marvel that you're going to make something good. It would really be lousy to be stuck in a contract knowing that you're making shit, and I just don't feel that way. It's really a blessing that this kind of fell into or fell in my lap. Sometimes you don't really feel deserving of it, but I'll take it. And we get the thing he says after the reshoots, we get this. People are like, oh, he must be done. Kind of like I'm thinking what you said. Iron Man's the one that could die because of everything with the Pepper Potts story as well. Mm-hmm. With the them planning their wedding and it would just mean... It'd be more meaningful. It'd be a harder hit. Yes. If Robert Downey Jr. I think died. I said a long a little while back. Yeah. Um, whereas maybe Cap just goes, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Like he's just like, fuck it, I'm done. Like I'm gonna let the new age 
um, guys kind of take over. I, if Cap walks away, I think you got to give it to Bucky though. Mm-hmm. I, I get the whole if they want to do. Oh well, you know we're gonna give it to Falcon for a while and then Bucky takes it. No, I think it's got to be Bucky. Just like just like in the comics when I read, um, it was confusing for me at the time because it was when Avengers one came out and I was just getting hardcore into Marvel comics. I read Death of Captain America, and in the one I picked up, I accidentally picked up the second one without knowing Bucky was Cap, and I was like, "What the hell? When did Cap get the metal, get a metal arm?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "Why are they calling him Barnes?" I'm like, "Bucky is Barnes." I'm like, "When did Bucky?" And I had to like Google it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is a part of the timeline when Bucky is takes Cap. over." Yeah, and then I looked into it, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, this is the second one, not the." first one that i am reading whoops that kind of explains a lot do you think that we'll see a bucky cap or even a falcon cap or will they just say you know what chris evans walked away the moniker of captain america walks away i feel like it'd be more of a a reference as opposed to an actual hey now you're captain america no Mm -hmm. one's gonna come out and say it i think if anything it would be a cool scene if after tony's death cap just like has the shield and just like the world needs a Captain America, but it can't be me anymore. And just like drops it and walks mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Like either right in front of Bucky or right in front of Falcon. Mm-hmm. But and then just they pick up the shield. Yeah. And then they are like, screw it. This is mine then. And they just maybe keep the shield or even just like hands it off to someone in the group. Like they're all like there at the like a. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say the funeral because I think they would like get dressed up and do something like that. He wouldn't have the shield on him, but it'd be almost. uh It'd be cool to have him like just hand it off to one of them, like or like you know I don't even want this fucking shield anymore. Just get rid of it. I'm not. I'm done with the superhero game. Mm-hmm. And Robert Downey Jr. replied to it. By the way, the yeah. Thank you oh, letter from Chris Evans. He sent out a tweet, and it's a picture, and it said before I read the picture, it says we all know who the real sheriff in town is at Chris Evans, and it's a picture of. Woody with a red hat, blue plaid um, shirt, and like the sheriff um, vest on. Yeah. And it's Buzz colored out in Iron Man colors. And it says, To Infinity, Little War, and Beyond. So it's To Infinity, War, and Beyond. And Chris Evans quoted it and said, This guy with a, uh, with a, th- it looks like, it's a crown. It's a crown, but it looks Excuse like me. Thanos's Infinity Gauntlet. That's why I had to take a closer look. That's cool. Um, kind of. But even that is kind of like, is this them kind of saying, hey, this is the end. We're walking off together mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Um, except Robert Downey Jr. didn't uh, give away anything with his. He's just like, hey, here's a, here's a nice little Disney Pixar thing for you guys to uh, he wants to, look I, at. He might be holding off to make sure and say, hey. Mm-hmm. I'm not like doesn't want people to like officially know he's done, but like yeah, waiting, holding, holding off the spoilers. We know Uncle Tony. You don't have to hide it from us anymore. I think he's just holding off this any sort of spoilers. Uh-huh. But but to be honest, Uncle Tony, we know, we know, we don't. You don't have, you don't have to hide it from us, man. Well, maybe his we reshoots know. aren't done either. We so know. maybe his reshoots are not done. But any final things that you want to mention with? Avengers 4. No, it will be interesting to finally find out the name, hopefully Mm. by the first trailer. (laughs) Maybe, or maybe they won't. Like, you sent me the thing of, like... Avengers just black. Yeah. Black screen with white writing. They won't tell us anything. No trailer, no this, no that, and they're just going to make us walk in blind. They won't do that, but (sighs) I would love for them to do... I I kind of would. I would honestly love for them to do that. Same. I kind of want them to. It would break the industry in a way. Yeah. Because nobody else does that. We won't know anything about the movie until we go in there. Mm-hmm. Walking in blind, man. Yeah. Walking in blind. Be kind of cool, actually. Blind as blind can be, man. Yeah. Just walking right in. But All this we is get where... is like a po- black mm-hmm. screen, black poster, black screen, mm-hmm. white writing of uh, Avengers. What the date? And that's it. Also, you know what me and you have to talk about off the podcast? Huh. And I'm going to say this on the podcast so that we get it done because I would really like to do it. We have to discuss if we're going to do what we mentioned we were going to do. Oh, where, yeah, we do. Because it's going to come up in November where we would 
watch and then talk about it. It'd be a weekly thing where it'd be like the first one would be Iron Man 1 and we would do every single MCU movie week after week yeah. until they're all done. We got to decide if we're still going to do that. Yes, we do. I brought it up now because I just remembered it and it would end with... Uh, um, Infinity War. Infinity War. Well, Part 2. No, not Infinity War with Avengers 4. Four whatever. Is, you but, know what I meant. So this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. Is Annihilation going to be the title? What do you think the plot's going to entail? Anything we talked about Avengers 4, let us know what you think down below in that comment section. And Johnny, it's time to close out the podcast talking a little bit about Hellboy. We have not talked about Hellboy in a very, 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 very long time. I don't think you said enough fairies. I tried to keep going, but we have actually only talked about Hellboy once, and that's when we knew for sure we were getting an R adaptation of Hellboy, when our thumbnail was vastly different than it is now, and it was, remember when our thumbnail was just the three blue letters? For R and J and not yeah. our actual logo. Yeah. Well, that's how long ago it's been. Jeez, we uh, had the old thumbnail on that video as I looked up today. Like, oh, when 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 have we talked about Hellboy on the podcast? But been a while, apparently. We're talking Hellboy because we have not seen it because neither you nor I could make it to New York Comic Con this Sadly. year. Um, but at New York Comic Con, there was footage. And kind of a trailer for the new Hellboy movie, which many people there and like the IGNs of the world and stuff are describing it as, and here's a quote, it will have more of a monster movie tone that emphasizes the horror elements in contrast to the fantasy tone of Del Toro's movies. We've pieced together descriptions of the trailer from several sources so that's the Screen Rant article. But it's more of a monster movie with horror tones than the fantasy one that we remember. And the one that it's a picture, it's the thumbnail to this video also, that I guess it's in the trailer too, where it's Hellboy rising out of a flame with his flaming sword over his shoulder with his horns and his kind of flame crown yeah. is above him. Um, and there's several, I'm going to put the article in the description. There are several accounts of like, there's fighting from Hellboy. We get to see him smash an elevator door with his stone fist. There was, we get to see him get his iconic gun mm -hmm. for the first time. Um, we get to see him interact with his father. We get to see him interact with the... Um, Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense. I want to ask you this, Johnny, is what are your thoughts after reading and kind of getting some of these accounts of the David Harbour Hellboy movie that they released footage at for Comic-Con? Uh, I'm excited for a trailer because some of these things are like sound really cool. It sound it's uh so it's, what it sounds like is they're restarting. Mm hmm. This the, is a hard reboot. It's a hard reboot. So it sounds like they're restart for one, they're rebooting. But mm -hmm. two, it sounds both um really cool and some scenes sound kind of, actually like kind of funny, like the Hellboy humor you would mm -hmm. expect out of it. Yeah. Like in some of these descriptions, like he said he's gonna put it below, um, will give you both of those tones. Mm -hmm. What's one that's kind of jumping out to you? Like one of the descriptions that you're like with the whether it's just the read humor. it, yeah, go ahead. The BP the BPRD arrived at, sorry, the BPRD arrive at the, their secret headquarters in England, the whose front is a quaint little shop. Hellboy is skeptical, and Kim Kim's Ben Diamo, mm -hmm. uh, Diamio, whatever, asks him if he expected it to be labeled secret headquarters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when they go in, the old lady behind the counter asks Hellboy for ID, and he asks. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. No, and I mean, like, also, you. It's uh, like humor like that. Or like that you I expected said, out of it. another one, I'll read it too. Yeah. Hellboy is asked if his hand of doom can do anything special. He replies, 
It smashes things real good and then offers a demonstration. I'm believing that might be the part where we see the elevator door good. smash yeah. with the hand of doom. That could be very um, well it. The thing I'm most interested about this movie mm-hmm. is the tone of it. When they say, like, even, like, Harbor, because um, I was also watching, it was Sci-Fi did interviews with some of the cast at New York Comic Con, and he was discussing how, like, the tone is going to be, like, this is a monster movie, which first, my first thought was, okay, I know it's a different studio, but the last monster movie I saw wasn't that good of a movie. I was promised an entire monster universe and that never happened. I know different studio, so I'm not holding it against uh, Hellboy or anything, but uh, it left a bad taste in my mouth. The Mummy. That's what I'm talking about, by the way. Well, the you better brush your teeth then. Um, was a bad, bad movie. But that, to me, is the most interesting part, that it's going to be less on that fantasy side, more on that monster side, and kind of almost be like a like a horror film, more than like a stereotypical comic book superhero type of film. Which will be cool. I think it'll have a good aesthetic, especially for it being Mm -hmm. Hellboy. Mm -hmm. It fits very well. It's kind of like, I'm going to throw this in here only because I want to talk about it. It's kind of like that Overlord trailer we saw before Venom, the like World War II horror (gasps) movie. Yeah, that looked really cool. That one got me off. Like It caught me off because I'm like, wait, I've never seen a World War II horror movie. Like, off guard kind of a thing. I'm making I was a cord joke. I know. Phrasing. I get it. <laughs> phrasing. But it kind of got me. Phrasing, Ricky. I was also going to say it got me off again. It <laughs> got me off guard. Where basically I was like, whoa, wait. I've never seen a World War II horror movie. Right? What is this going on? What's this over here kind of a thing? That's what I wonder what this will be. Where it's like, whoa, wasn't expecting this. But I'm interested. Yeah, I'm yeah. interested. I want to see more, or they I want my, to see anything. They got my interest. Because we haven't seen anything, because we weren't there at New York Comic Con. It's also nice to hear Harbor talk about it, and it sounds like one of the things that he said that I like, mainly because they're going with the, they call it a monster movie, is he said most of the special effects and stuff are practical. So he goes, when you see me as Hellboy... He's like, all of that is practical effects. The horns are really there. The fist is really there. It's not CGI. It's oh, practical effects that's cool. for this movie, which when... makes me go, damn, that's awesome. Because yeah. how many times do we have things in movies, <clears throat> mustache gate, that we kind of blame the CGI for and most movies don't go with that mm-hmm. practical effects. Kind of like the one that I think when you say practical effects over and over, I just think of Star Wars with uh, Lucas. Like True. the old ones. Yeah. Like with, 4, 5, and 6. Well, when you really didn't have um, CGI. CGI to yeah, work with. some, but not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot to work mm-hmm. with. It was not really that time yet. But in this day and age, it's kind of unique when you get a film that's going hey we're going to use some practical effects in here oh yeah no it's nice i like when they use practical effects Mm because it's a little bit a little bit better for like half the shit that's going on Mm -hmm. what do you think of so we get a little bit to of the a little bit of the blood queen Mm -hmm. do you like her as a villain do you like the whole blood queen i don't know who she is exactly so i'm intrigued to hear what exactly her role is, or the, how powerful she actually is. Because the one thing that I see here with it, and of course this plays into the humor, if not anything. Yeah. Um, Hellboy interrupts a ritual that's being held by her, um, and then he asks her, did I interrupt? And she says, no, you're right on time. So it kind of looks like she needs him yeah. for a ritual or something, and then it says the trailer ends with an impressive shot of Hellboy in his full demonic glory rising from a pit with his flaming sword and crown. The crowd went crazy when they saw this. Do you think he's going to go full demon mode at the end and that's how he beats the Blood Queen? That would be cool. Do you think he's going to use the sword at the end? Like actually use the Maybe he has to use the sword to actually Mm -hmm. like cast her to wherever she needs to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Because may um that would be my guess is yeah maybe mm-hmm. or it's either that or it's sort of a dream sequence maybe 
Maybe. Where he's like, he has the, the full crown, the full horn. Because if it's anything, I wonder if he's going to have full horn Cause in, in the, it. Because in the Ron Perlman one, did we ever see... I know we saw yes, we him saw. with full horns, but was it... I thought it was a dream sequence. No, there was two times where we saw mm-hmm. him with the full horns and the crown. No, we never saw a sword, but we saw the crown and full yeah. horns two times. Okay. One was when he actually was forced to unlock the gate. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, the only way to do that is, like, with his, his, with his fist. With the, the fist of doom. Yeah. He put it in there and turned it, and, like, the horns were back, mm-hmm. the crown was back, and then he, sma- like, broke whatever he had to do mm-hmm. to, to not, like, so that didn't happen. The other one was when, uh, the second one, where they put on the goggles so they mm-hmm. can see... Um, the other world sort of mm-hmm. like uh, yeah when they're in the marketplace yeah it's like, right whoa right there before is... right before to find the marketplace yeah um when Abe Sapien puts a pair on looks at Hellboy and like he has the crown yeah flaming crown and the horns and yeah like, why are you looking at me like that kind of a exactly thing? yeah so that they saw it two times in mm-hmm. there so I say it's either like to defeat her he has to go full demon mode. <laughs> Or he, um, he has to go. You never go full demon mode, man. You never go full demon mode, no matter what they say. Oh, you want to see my final form? <laughs> but maybe he has to do that, yeah. Too. Or it's like a dream thing, kind of like they mm-hmm. keep hinting at in the other one where he's going to destroy, like, his full demon form is the thing that will make him destroy the world and blah, blah, blah. I can't wait to see it. And the reason Same. why I can't wait is. I know it's like, oh, well, guys, you're seeing a picture of it. Isn't that the same? No, 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 no. It's not going to be the same as seeing him rise up. With The last thing I'll kind of ask you is with the picture of it, because we can see the picture. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? I do. Do you like Harbor's, Harbor, David Harbour's look as Hellboy? Because it kind of looks a little bit different than Perlman. does. It kind of has a little bit more comic book to it, mm-hmm. where he's got like... Actually, like, and I like how they did it because his eyes were like, like, I'm trying to think how to describe it. It was a little bit low of a brow mm-hmm. and it was uh, kind of a pretty big black area with just a red dot. Mm-hmm. They kind of have that going. They have the normal, like, human sized eye socket with a red dot and then, like, very black shading from, like, having the low brow. Which is kind of cool and like changing up that aspect to show. Mm-hmm. No, it's not just like a really big black eye with a red dot as a pupil. It's a normal looking eye, and the shading is like still makes him look like he's from the comic books. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm looking. The flaming at, sword looks cool too. I'm looking at like different versions, and it kind of. I'm trying to find Perlman's just to see exactly. This one kind of looks a little bit more where Perlman's looked like what they were going for. More of that like fantasy world type of thing where it's like I look at this picture and I know it's kind of got that artsy style to it. So Mm -hmm. it's not exactly what you would get. It kind of looks like someone just drew and painted it kind of a thing. Yeah, a little bit. But I look at Hellboy and I go, all right, I can kind of I can feel the monster horror vibe that you're throwing at me because it basically, I'm going to say this, it basically makes Ryan, Ron Perlman's look like a kid movie. Yeah, it does. That's what it makes. Like, and that's point. not anything wrong. This was the PG-13 one per- exactly. for kids. Now this one is for the adults. Exactly. Like it makes the Ron Perlman one look like it was for teenagers or yeah. like 13 year olds and not like 18 and above. Um, which I you know you're thinking, Ricky, 18, 19, they're still teenagers, uh, but they're vastly different than their uh, 13, 14-year-old counterparts. Yep. Any final thoughts on Hellboy before we wrap this shindig Super up? Super excited just to see a trailer, because oh, if this, this is a description if this is a description of the trailer, mm-hmm. I can't wait. Like I can't wait for it as well, and I really, really, really... Like, I was looking on YouTube, I was surprised I couldn't find... Like, it shocked me... That I could find a version of Avengers Infinity Wars trailer when they did it at that D23. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, I could find that easier than somebody with a phone um, showing off the Hellboy one. Because I have right? yet to find yeah. a video like that, which it's like, come on, guys. That's why you're there. You're supposed to help us out here. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section about Hellboy. If you were at New York Comic Con, let us know what you thought about the trailer. If not... 
Let us let us know what you guys are thinking, hearing, reading, discussing of this Hellboy trailer down below in the comment section. That's going to do it for the Rick and Johnny podcast this week. Johnny, it was a good one. As always, a um, little bit of housekeeping here at the end. Make sure to help support us on patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. You can also help support us by getting yourself an MVP t-shirt that is down below in the description. You can also get it at mostvaluablepodcast.com where you can catch MVP each and every day. And then last but not least, make sure to check us out on iTunes and Apple Podcasts um, and make sure to go give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and iTunes if you please. want to thank you guys for checking out the Rick and Johnny podcast today. Johnny is giving me the finger as we sign off. But as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.